Hey guys, welcome back to the Swish Podcast. I'm Jake. And I'm also Jake. And today is such an honor for the Swish Podcast crew to welcome the former Arizona Cardinals, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Detroit Lions quarterback, and Princeton quarterback, Chad Knopf, to the podcast. We can't thank you enough for joining us, and we can't wait to get started. So, Chad, thank you for joining us. How have you been? I've been great. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, so we uh, we hope that you and your family have been staying safe, and let's just get ready to start this interview. So our first question is, what at what age did you start playing football, and what made you interested in football? So I started playing, I think, flag football first, maybe when I was six years old, and I think I played tackle when I was seven, eight, and then I quit to play club basketball because I couldn't, I didn't think I could do both. So I played club basketball through seventh or eighth grade, and then I started playing tackle again in seventh, eighth through high school. And then I also played flag. I think I played flag football basically the whole time, just in like a rec league. Um, and I would say I, I initially was a tackle, like I was an offensive tackle when I started playing. And then in seventh and eighth grade, I played more like tight end. Uh, and then I finally got to play quarterback kind of in eighth grade flag football. And I would say playing for my elementary school, playing flag football uh, is really when I realized that I really liked the sport. I'd always play at recess and lunch. You know, I would sit, we'd all go and play with all my friends and I would always, I like being in control. So I'd play quarterback then and I'd say that's kind of how I evolved into it. And then, uh, yeah, I started playing in high school and it was, I just really loved the sport. So kind of staying on the topic of when you were younger, did you have a favorite football team and favorite football player? Uh, I loved Michael Vick. I didn't, I didn't have a favorite team, I would say. I, I, from Los Angeles, we didn't have a ton of teams, so I just kind of rooted for different quarterbacks. I rooted for the Saints. I rooted for the Patriots at various times. Michael Vick, when I was really young, when I was your guys' age, I loved Michael Vick. He was my favorite. It was fun to watch. So fast forward a few years, and it was time to decide for college. What made you decide Princeton for college? Uh, I went to a pretty somewhat academic school in, uh, in that small, and we, we weren't necessarily known for our football programs much. And I didn't I didn't have a ton of offers. I had an offer to Vanderbilt, which was, I was really lucky to have, and an offer from San Diego State, which I was also really lucky to have. And beyond that, I didn't have any. So I would say I wasn't like a huge big-time recruit that turned down 40 scholarship offers. And I just thought that Princeton was the best fit for me. I, I went and visited the school, and I just kind of fell in love with the place. And yeah, I thought it was going to be a good fit academically, athletically, and then socially. It's a really, it's a fun, great school. So in your in your senior season, in your in your senior season at Princeton, you threw for three thousand four hundred seventy four yards. You had twenty nine touchdowns, and you won Ivy League Player of the Year. You also had an Ivy League Championship. So it was like winning an Ivy League award and winning the Ivy League Championship. Uh, it was great. I mean, I was uh, I was. I was so lucky to be on a really good team my senior, my first senior year, and we were able to win a championship, and that was really great because I won when I was a freshman. It is awesome when you put in a ton of work, and you have a bunch of guys put in a ton of work, and you get results for your work. And I think football is a great sport that you can't really hide from the work. It is a working man's game, right? You have to lift. You have to train year-round, and it always shows on one day what teams have been working the hardest, and that was like a validation of that. And then the next year, we didn't win as many games, and that sucked. I had a better, maybe statistically individual season, and it, it was cool to be recognized for that. But, I mean, you don't play for especially a team sport like football. The individual awards are team awards. So we got, like, a 
cool, you put up a bunch of stats award, but it's a lot more fulfilling to win the championship. So, fast forward, in 2018, you signed with the Arizona Cardinals. So what was it like knowing that you, that you signed with an NFL team? Uh, it was great. I It was always a dream of mine that I never even really thought of would be even attainable. And I, I wanted, going to Princeton, I mean, I, I hoped that I could get a chance, but I honestly never would have, if you even would have told me I would have been on back squads for two years, I that would have been like the greatest thing ever. And it would be hard to even believe that I would be able to do that. So getting signed was awesome. And I'm happy that I got a real chance to play in the preseason. I got some time in the preseason and I got on an active roster for a couple weeks wasn't really any different than the practice squad, but it was, it was really, it was really cool. It's cool to meet all the guys that, uh, you knew watched growing up. Like Sam Bradford was a the quarterback there. And I mean, I don't even know how old I was when he came in the league, but I was always, whatever, trying to emulate him and be, be like him. And then suddenly you're playing with him and learning from him and in theory competing with them on the, on the practice field. So in 2019, you signed with the Lions and later signed with the Buccaneers. So what was it like moving from team to team, like meeting new coaches, being in a new locker room twice? So what kind of was that transition like for you? Uh, it's cool. It's, it's logistically a little difficult just because you got to like figure out where you're going to live and where you're going to take all your stuff. you got to find a new place to live. you got to get like a new transportation. And then you're also meeting a bunch of new people. But if you kind of just embrace that and embrace the change, it's cool to get to know a new city, to get to know new teammates. I mean, all the guys in the NFL, all the three teams I've been on, similar locker rooms of really good, hardworking guys that are, whatever, all of them have been the shining star of their like local communities. And they've, they've made it and worked really hard and are, in general, really good people. So it's always good to be around good, hardworking people. So in like 2019-2020, you signed with the New York Guardians of the new made XFL and was later traded to the Los Angeles Wildcats where you grew up. So what was it like playing in a, in a new like football league and you had to play for two different teams? Like What was that all like for you? Yeah, I got to play in a bunch of five different offenses, so it's really fun to learn a bunch of new offenses and like have all those in your head if you ever want to coach football, which I might at some point try to do. Uh, it's cool to have been in a ton of different systems and learn the offenses and seeing which ones you like, what you don't like. Uh, playing in the XFL was, was awesome, too. I mean, it was a high-level football. Um, in, the, in the NFL, I really only played in, pre, I only played in the preseason, so there's a way you don't have as much time to practice, right? You're just kind of thrown in there. It's a lot of guys you haven't even practiced with. The defenses are not that complicated. You're not, like, game-planned right now. In the XFL, we spent, like, a whole week game-planning and trying to come up with stuff, although – with the, see, the game that I actually played in, uh, I didn't. I had just joined, and the team had no film, which is like pretty unique in football, right? So that was that was cool too. To be there, we were game planning with based on having no idea if they're even going to be a three down team or a four down team in terms of how many linemen are down. So that was really fun. I would say it's you got to just kind of embrace the change in professional sports. So, obviously, when the pandemic first hit, a lot of the sports league had to cancel, including the XFL. And people, and there were rumors like the XFL might never go on again. But do you think we'll be able to reorganize and so and continue on? Um, I hope so, but I honestly, I don't think that the XFL will, will continue on, at least just what I've heard. But hopefully, hopefully there'll be some league that will come back for guys that are are trying to make it back into the NFL so they can show what they can do because it's a great thing for for the NFL and for guys like myself to get to keep playing football. So, 
What are your goals moving forward? Even if there is XFL and not XFL, just in football in general, what's your, what are your goals if you are a starting quarterback or just on a regular team playing quarterback? What are your goals? No, set ahead. Yeah, I was thinking about that. The, I mean, my goals have always been to get improve as a quarterback, right? And you got to do that every single day. Each day you got to train and prepare and you got to try to get – that's a really nice thing about football is it's very regimented and there's a score, right? Who wins, who loses, and how good are you? And it's something you can improve on every day. So that has been like my overarching goal for a lot of years now since some point in college. So I guess five years probably. It's how can I become a better football player? And I haven't really figured out what – if that is no longer an option or if that's something I no longer want to pursue, exactly what that goal will be. Um, so I would say I'm just trying to learn, learn a ton. I, I, you guys are saying you do a non-profit. I started a non-profit with my brother called FarmLink that's connecting farms with food banks in need. If you guys want to check that out for your uh, – uh, if you guys are, are giving some donations to that, but I think it's it's a really great organization. We moved almost five million pounds of food now, and we're getting a really good ratio on how many dollars to how much food we're moving. And hunger is at a crazy demand right now, so that has been something that I'm, that I've been doing while I've been training and hoping to get back in a month or so. But that's kind of how I've been spending my time. It's kind of like you just said. Like we also started a charity to help COVID relief. That's one of the ideas we had going with this podcast. So awesome, man! So great. So moving on to the next um, question: This past year, you started one game in the XFL, throwing one touch, one touchdown, and rushing for one. So, what was that game like for you? Like, did you have a fun experience in that? Game? I had a yeah, I had an awesome experience. I you, you don't really get to play a lot in the NFL if you're a third string quarterback for the most part. So I haven't got to play really since my senior year. So it's been two full years. So just to get and just play a full game, it was exhausting. But in the game, it was like, oh man, these games are, they go on forever. <laughs> uh, and it was, it's just so fun. Football is such a great sport on so many different levels. I ended up getting hurt in the, in the game, which was a bummer. Um, and I haven't had a lot of injuries. I've been really lucky, but that's also, that's a part of the sport. And that is part of the danger and the fear of it. It's what makes it great too. So you got to kind of take it. You got to take the bru- the lumps and the bruises. What's the good too? Good and the bad. So what? This is one of my questions. What do you enjoy most about the XFL? Uh, two things. One, I got to be in Los Angeles, which is where I'm from. So getting to play a professional sport in the city you're from is is awesome. And I would say just getting to play. And not having like as stressful of an environment as the NFL, where you're, at least in my position, right, where you're just every single day, and every single day there you're trying to get better, but it's not like you might get cut every single day. At least the XFL, I wasn't thinking I was going to get cut every day. <laughs> and the NFL, it's always kind of in the back of your mind. So it's nice to just kind of go out and football in its essence and just playing and having fun. So we're going to move on to some rapid-fire questions, which are quick answers just for the listeners to kind of get to know a little bit about you a little more. So first question, what's your favorite place you travel to? It could be for football or just in general, like a vacation. Uh, it's probably the recency bias, but I just went to Yellowstone National Park and Glacier National Park uh, this past week, and I would say either of those are really amazing. America is such a beautiful place. So I'd say one of those two. So our next question is, what's your who, what's your favorite sports team outside of football, and who's your favorite non-pro football af- athlete? Uh, the Lakers. I was a diehard Lakers fan growing up and still am, but I, I realized 
now that Kobe, when Kobe stopped playing, I was more a Kobe fan than anything. So Kobe Bryant was my hero growing up. Still is my hero, even though he is he's passed away. I would definitely say he's been like the biggest influence I've had athletic club. Yeah, I think today they put him on like the cover of 2K. Did you see that? I didn't see that actually, but that's great. I hope he's honored in every way possible. So you maybe mentioned this in the beginning of our podcast, but what do you think your next best sport at football is like? What you're good at? Um, I only played basketball and volleyball in uh, in high school. I was probably made probably a better basketball player. I really loved basketball more than I love football until maybe my senior year in high school even. I so I made, I'd say that or maybe ping pong, I'm a good ping pong player too. I don't do that competitively, so if I play that competitively I bet I get killed. So what's your favorite moment in your career, either at Princeton or in the NFL or XFL, this throughout your football career, what's your favorite moment? Uh I would say winning a championship or starting we won we won we played Dartmouth and we were down at the half and we came back and won and that was pretty thrilling i haven't been on a ton of very good teams and to be validated for that was really amazing so who's been your favorite coach you've worked with oh i don't think i could pick a favorite you know everybody at different points in your comes in at different points and you have learned a lot from every coach i've played for um and i've been really lucky to have a bunch of great coaches i mean i can't even i couldn't even name all how many have had huge impacts on me i've been really lucky so, what's your favorite stadium you ever played at in your career? My favorite stadium? Yeah, you ever played that? Um, playing at the Cowboy Stadium looks really cool. I never there. It's like the whatever Jerry World. We played there in the preseason. That was really cool. And I love playing at Harvard Stadium. They've got like an old. They're the original Coliseum. What all these other Coliseums are based on, like Ohio State's and USC's. The rivalries are based on Harvard and Yale's, and it's just a very cool. It's built in like 1900. It's architecturally really cool, very vertical. So our final question of this podcast is: We don't know if your quarantine has ended yet, but like, what's the first thing you're gonna do? Did you go out for dinner? Or are you gonna just go work on football? What, what did you do, or what, ha- what are you gonna do? <laughs> I went to the beach. I went and surfed in the be- in the ocean when they when they let us uh, leave the house again. And they're, they're closing them down again, so this weekend, so I probably won't be out there. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully hopefully when it totally ends, I go back to playing basketball, pick up basketball. I had a group of guys that I was playing pick up basketball with that were, were ceasing until there's a vaccine. And so probably that would be the first thing. Um, yeah, so that's about to wrap up our podcast. So thanks so much again, Chad, for joining us. To our listeners, please make sure to donate to our GoFundMe charity to help COVID-19 relief. Most the link is in our bio on Instagram. And please comment, follow, and drop a like on our podcast on Spotify, Apple, and SoundCloud. Thanks a lot, Chad, and have a great day. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, guys. You guys are really doing great work. It's really impressive that you're doing this at the stage. It's awesome. Happy to support any way I can. One more thing for the listeners. We, I just want to thank you a lot for getting us to 1,000 followers on Instagram. It really means a lot to us. And I hope everyone stays safe out there. We'll see you in the next podcast. Thank you.